0: Dating is hard, and it's changing and getting even harder, it feels like. So today, let's talk about how to never have another bad date. Welcome ladies, we are Business Classy as Fuck, the podcast about business, travel, and damn classy femtrepreneurs like yourself. Yes, femtrepreneur is a made-up word, and business classy is a shitty pun, but we're here to support you on that lonely path of world domination, either in the business world or literally across the world.
1: I'm Annika, an award-winning boudoir photographer based in Boston, owning femininity and self-love. And I'm Linda,
0: a perpetual nomad building a social media brand based on travel and world love. Welcome back, entrepreneurs! and today we are going to be talking about dating and bad dates, and we're going to give you some tips and advice on how to never have a bad date again. So, part one, dating is hard. Let's get into it.
1: Dating is hard.
0: <laughs> right? And it's like, nowadays, it's just changing constantly. like. The way apps have changed dating is insane, I feel, and it's like you kind of really have to keep up.
1: Yeah, I mean, I try to fight the apps for so long, too, because I was like, oh, I want to meet someone, you know, outside, but I work for myself and I work with women, and so I was just like, okay, now i got to give the apps a try.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, I was really hesitant on them at first, too, I have to say, but, you know, I just thought, oh, it'd be fun, and it kind of was, and, you know, I mean... They actually say that nowadays, 20% of committed relationships started online. And I mean, hey, you and I aren't any different, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, you met your partner on Tinder, and I met mine on Bumble. And yeah, so, you know, there is something to it. So as scary as it might seem, it can actually work.
1: Yes. Yes they do work and I mean so many of my clients too they all met their partners um online too whenever I meet someone who's like oh yeah I met them in person I'm like wait what's that like <laughs> like where where did you go <laughs> yeah. where did you go that people still talk to each other face to face I know crazy world <laughs> we live in now
0: <laughs> it really is it really is um and, and I even read that like because dating is becoming more difficult, right? So, and I know we recently talked about this because we talked about not being married when you're 30 and how, like, that feels like the end of the world. And I actually, in doing research for this, found that most people are choosing to stay single longer now, if not indefinitely. So it's just really interesting, like, how the whole dating game has changed.
1: Oh, and I think that's kind of great, actually, too. You know, that people aren't rushing into, like, relationships or just okay with being by themselves.
0: No, I totally agree with you. Like, that's, that's a huge thing. But today, we're going to be talking about kind of, like, you know, some. I'll share some of my bad date experiences <laughs> with you guys because, you know, I, I, I did the apps for a bit. I had my fun with it. Um, and then we're going to get into giving you some tips in part two. But first of all, the one thing that I do want to say, and this is a really interesting statistic that I came across in discussing, like, how we as women... And have bad dates and, you know, how to kind of avoid that. So interestingly enough, I found a statistic that said that 60% of female Tinder members want a match and not just a hookup. However, it was 33% of women that actually had sex on the first online dating encounter.
1: It's a little bit
0: of a contradiction there,
1: no? <laughs>
0: <laughs> a little bit. I mean, like, yeah, the math doesn't really add up because when you yeah. expect that number to be higher, I suppose, of women... Um, Having sex on the first occasion. Um, but then also, I have to say, like, just from people that I've talked to, I feel like the number of women looking for more than just a hookup is probably higher than that.
1: I would say so too. I, I feel like women, especially, you know, when they're in their 20s or 30s, they're looking for more of a serious relationship than just a hookup, for the most part. For
0: the most part, yeah. And I mean, it's totally not anything against it if you're not, because quite frankly, that's the fun
1: part of these apps. It's, I know. Know, It's a window shop, basically. It's so addicting. Like, when I first started, I was like, oh, I'm never going to be into this. And then every day it was like, who are my name matches, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Have you ever swiped so far that you, like, ran out of
0: matches? That felt good.
1: Um, I don't know if I actually did, because in Boston there's so many people using uh, yeah. it. Yeah. Florida doesn't have that many people. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're an ambassador. <laughs>
0: When you're in a smaller space in, in Florida, it doesn't really work out that safely. way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, so I mean, it's, it's definitely an interesting way and it's definitely changed dating a whole lot. But I think the big thing of like how not to have a bad date is kind of, you know, take into account that like, you have to consider all the things of, you know, what are you looking for? What are they looking for? And there's so much really that hangs on it nowadays because if you think about it, it's like you get people have a menu of options available to them and you get just like a first impression to see if something will happen or not because it's so easy to move on to the next person i've heard of people who were on dates and were you know swiping
1: while you know their date went to the bathroom kind of
0: thing oh my god i've
1: seen that I've seen it (laughs) and, like, watched it. Yeah, it's bad. People are so addicted to, like, looking to see
0: who else is out there. Well, because, yeah, like, that's the thing. You just, you have an endless amount of options in front of you. And interestingly enough to that, I read that um, men will decide within 15 minutes of a date whether a second date's on the cards. However, women allow up to, like, an hour to decide about a potential, you know, second date there. Which I also don't necessarily agree with because I feel like for me, it's within the first five minutes I know whether I would want a second date or not. So you really don't get a whole lot of chance to make that impression.
1: Yeah, you really don't. I mean, I think I'm a little bit longer than five minutes, but I really feel like men give it a little bit more time. I don't know. I mean, I know like that's a statistic and everything. I just don't know if I fully agree <laughs> from now, my think- personal experience. Yeah, I think you're probably right, because,
0: like, 15 minutes for a guy, I mean, they might know immediately if there's, like, an attraction, but then I also feel like guys are maybe a bit more, I don't know, maybe they are a bit more lenient on, you know, like, let's see if this will go somewhere.
1: I feel like, because I feel like women, when we know something's not right, I feel like we're less to, like, give way and be like, Oh well, I'll just hang out with him again, if we're just like, no, he's really not what I'm looking for.
0: No, very true. So, yeah, so we really don't have a whole lot of time to, you know, make sure it turns out to be a good date either.
1: So what are some of your – or what is your worst date story, Linda? Oh, my gosh. So –
0: I feel like there's a bunch to choose from, but the one that really sticks out to me is this guy that I went out with. He had just, I think, gotten out of a relationship, which is fine. I mean, like, it happens, and we move on, except I don't think he had actually moved on, and he just kept talking about his ex the entire time, like, just kind of complaining about her, talking about her, and it was just, like, such a, like, I don't, would you want me to contribute to this conversation? And then at the end of the date, he, you know, like dropped me off at my place and was like, oh, you know, can I come up? And I was like, no, (laughs) because
1: why, you know, like, did you think this was going well? It's not. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what do you even say throughout the whole date? Like, you don't know this chick, like you can't contribute in any way.
0: Exactly. And it's just like, well, I mean, if you want to talk about her, what you should do is hang out with a friend right now. (laughs)
1: Very true. Yeah, don't they say that that's, like, the number one conversation killer nowadays is, like, on first dates, like, bringing up your past relationships?
0: Yes, I think so. And, like, coming in at number two is uh, (laughs) diet and body image. So, don't talk about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, which I can't really blame anyone. Because, like, if you're just meeting someone, like, you don't really want to talk about, like, their diet. No, absolutely. Because, again,
0: it's like those things that you just don't want to know about somebody. And I know that, like, on a first date, all you're going to do is, like, give a highlight reel of yourself. So, you can't have the highlight reel of yourself be your past relationship <laughs> or you issue with, like, your fat thighs.
1: Yeah, no, that's definitely not the highlight. That's, like... Once you can show your true colors and they know who you are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's terrible, though, because I will also disagree <laughs> with that, right? Because there's this thing about, like, most relationships, what is it? They last, like, three to six months, I feel like. And this is this is not a statistic. I'm making this statistic right now. So I feel okay, like most, so you're the love guru. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like most relationships last, like, three to six months because in my opinion, that is how long you can keep up the facade of this highlight reel of yourself before the real you comes out and you get tired of pretending to be this person. And then they get to know the real you and they're like, Oh, that's not who I thought you were. So really all I'm trying to say with that is, throw away the highlight reel. I mean, don't talk about your body issues and your past relationships, but be yourself because that way you don't have to keep up anything and I think, personally, it will last longer than three or six months.
1: The made up statistic that you went with.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I think, I think it's a good one. From my numerous <laughs> dating experiences, I feel
1: like that is very accurate. Well, I mean, I'm not telling people to like not be themselves. Like, Be your true self, but obviously, you know, things that like, you hate about yourself that's like something for you know down the road when you know each other a little bit more and you feel comfortable talking about something like that oh yeah absolutely i agree with that um so yeah that's all i was uh saying with the you know wait to show your true colors like those true colors can hold off a bit <laughs> but show the rest of your true colors <laughs> if <laughs> that, that makes sense, sense. <laughs> that makes
0: sense okay so annika what about you what is your like worst day of story if you have one
1: I don't even know if I have one because, like, I'm, uh, like, all the guys I've ever dated, I either met them through, like, friends or school early, like, back in the day, you know, before apps were a thing, and it was just, like, I already knew them before we started dating, so there was never, like, a first date. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, we like each other kind of thing, and then once I had the apps, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. I don't really, I never really went on bad dates sounds bad, but I had very, like, child, childish relationships for the most part, and then the dates I did go on, they were all fine boys. I just didn't like all of them, but they didn't do anything wrong. Okay, so you're just, you know, the exception to the rule here <laughs> because you're Miss Serial
0: Monogamist or whatever.
1: I really try not to be. I just end up in that <laughs> all the time. I, mean, I really thought of myself as, like, somebody who, you know, is very independent and not, like, you know, in need of relationships or anything and like that I'm just like fabulous, like whatever. And then I realized recently that I've been like in relationships for the past 15 years. I was like, how did that happen? Like I don't even, I don't know. It's just crazy.
0: (laughs) Okay. So let's not take any dating advice from Annika because she'll just, you know, (laughs) be with somebody forever and that's, that's great for you, but the rest of us, we've had to go through some bad dates.
1: I mean, I've had bad relationships. But not bad first dates.
0: <laughs> well, we'll get to that in another time, I think. But for now, let's focus on dating, just the dating part of things. And before we wrap up part one of some like some of the fun facts around dating nowadays, um, I also want to point out some bad advice that I feel like is being perpetuated to us women. And I really, really think it's terrible advice and we need to get rid of that. And in part two, we're going to give you some tips and helpful advice. But this one's a really bad one, I think, which is never text the guy first.
1: I hate this one. I hear it all the time. Don't write him first. Don't text him first. Like, don't do not do anything first. And I think it's crap. I completely agree with you because, in my opinion, if a guy responds
0: well to that, then, like, that's a guy worth having. Do you know what I mean? Like, if he doesn't see you as, like, oh, my god, she must be so desperate, then... He can just appreciate, like, hey, you know what, maybe he's shy or maybe he was afraid to write you first. So the fact that you kind of did that shows him, like, you know, she's confident. She knows what she wants. And if that's how he perceives it, then that's a great guy. Now, if, you know, he's like, oh, my gosh, how fucking desperate is she?
1: Well, then that guy's a douche (laughs) and you can move on immediately. You know, you don't waste your time anymore. So true. Like, I wrote my boyfriend on Tinder because I waited for a bit. He didn't message me, so it's like, well, I'm not letting this one go by. So I wrote him, and clearly it worked because four and a half years later, we're still together. So instead of
0: being like, you know what, I don't really want any more bad dates. I just want this dude, so you're going to date me.
1: I know. I was like, you're pretty. I want you.
0: Nice. That's how to do it. Well, that's what I have to say, like, you know, some of these apps are great, too, because, like, on Bumble, for example, you know, the girl has to write the guy first. And I think that's really great because it gives you the opportunity to show off your personality and who you are and create a connection off the bat. I think that's an awesome thing. And, you know, you also get less kind of creepy, pervy messages. So even in general, in life, like, outside of the apps, you know, if you had a date with a guy, don't be afraid to text him.
1: Yeah, recently I even had a client who told me um, that she met her fiancé at a gas station and because she saw him in there and liked him and when she went out to go back to her car, she was like, no, I'm going to hang out here for a bit and see if he comes and talks to me. So she was like pretending to rummage through like her trunk like if she was looking for something. And he walked by her, but he didn't go talk to her, but he also didn't drive away right away, so she went and went over to his car. And they've been dating since, and now they're getting married, which I just feel like, you know, kudos to her. That's an awesome story. I love that. I know. Like, it takes takes a lot of guts, you know, to go up to somebody. And I feel like, as women, too, that's why I kind of like Bumble as well, like you said, because having women talk to men first, too, it, it does show, you know, a lot of the stuff that guys go through, too, like coming up with conversation and... Um, like making that first move is hard. So I feel like it's good to kind of practice that and get used to being like upfront about what you want.
0: Absolutely. And it's like you said, it's not easy, you know? So it's like, as women, we've been like preconditioned to think that the guy has to make the first move or has to show his interest. And sometimes that's difficult. And if he doesn't have the personality for it, it might be twice as hard for him. So, you know, if, you want something then maybe he'll be so grateful if you do make that first move because he was too afraid to or he was afraid of rejection or whatnot
1: i think it should go both ways you know we're all just humans
0: exactly and you know what i always i mean i say this about relationships it's a team effort so you know i think even starting out back in dating it's a team effort you're in it together you know you're looking to make a connection with somebody so yeah absolutely absolutely Okay, great. Well, I think on that note, we're going to wrap up part one of why dating is so fucking hard. Um, <laughs> and we're going to get into part two and we're going to give you guys some advice and some tips of how to be successful at dating and not have a bad date anymore as an independent lady or femtrepreneur. But first, if you want to find us on social media, my Instagram handle is lifebylinda and you can also find me on YouTube. And my
1: Instagram handle is at Mashari Studios.
0: All right. So part one was all about how fucking terrible and hard dating can be and is nowadays. <laughs> and so now let's get into some tips for you guys. All right, Annika, do you want to start us off with tip number uno? That
1: <laughs> was like I, I, I know I said, it, <laughs> I said it. I said I, I was like, was that
0: number one or numero uno? It wasn't. I didn't decide. I went with both. It was numero uno.
1: <laughs> good, good. Um, yeah, I'll start. So basically, tip number one is just keep in mind that all the things that we hate that guys do on dates, they hate the same thing. You know. they hate those same things they do right like talking about the ex like if you don't want to listen to him talk about his ex then don't think it's okay for you to talk about yours nobody wants to hear that exactly just always keep in mind you know what type of date you want to have or what's your ideal date and do those things too like don't start you know catch yourself if you're about to mention your ex or something like just think about it beforehand Exactly, and that kind of leads me into tip two, which is date according to what you want. So I know we talked
0: about the whole statistic of how many women sleep um, with somebody on the first date, and if it's a fling that you're after, then hey, by all means, have fun, right? Do what you want. But if you fall into you know, the 60% of women or more that are actually looking for something more serious and you have to act like it in my opinion because I always just feel that you know if you're giving it up on the first date then the guy's perspective is that if it was that easy for him to get then it would be that easy for somebody else and I still feel like deep down Guys like to work for something, right? Like, I've, again, this is one of my own philosophies, so maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) But I just feel like it comes from that whole, like, you know, the hunter-gatherer kind of mentality where it's like they want to go out there and, you know, provide. They have this, like, in them to do that. So if you're just giving it up and you're serving him like a dead deer, well, he'd rather go hunt it himself, if that makes any sense, right?
1: No, it totally does. I mean, men do love the chase. Like, you got to make it interesting for them.
0: Absolutely. So if you want to have fun, go for it. But if you want him to keep his interest and you want him to think of you as, you know, something more serious, then you have to act like it. Keep it in your pants, basically, ladies. Keep it in your pants if that's what you want. (laughs) All right, Annika, for
1: tip number 03. God, that hurts to listen to. I know, (laughs) it's so bad, isn't it? Um, So yeah, tip number three is um, the date isn't just about you. So make sure that you're asking whoever you're out on a date with questions. You know, talk about your common interest and take interest in what they're saying. Don't just think about the next time that you can speak and say something or talk about yourself. You know, we all have this problem about... Um, wanting to speak about ourselves or or enjoying that aspect of it. But that's not what a date is. It's there so that you can get to know this person. So make sure you're doing that. Exactly.
0: Like it's, I feel like there's this stigma and I've, I've come across it a few times with some people who have really bad luck dating and it's, they tend to go on these dates and expect the other person to entertain them as in like their job ended when they showed up for the date. And I just think that's a really bad mentality. So if, you know, that's something that you've found yourself doing, like, that's not the case. Like, they're not there to entertain you. You have to participate. You have to be, you know, an active member of the date. Like I said before, it's a team effort, right? So having a good date... Comes down to both parties. So you have something to talk about. You have to ask questions. You have to take interest in what they're talking about.
1: Definitely. Yeah. You have to, you know, make an effort for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, and then one thing, because uh, I, f- I feel like there's so much bad advice out there, but one thing that I, <laughs> we did come across in our research that I actually agree with is never return a call or text immediately. And I absolutely agree with this in the sense that, like, you have other interests besides this person that you're interested in so act like it
1: totally agree. yeah and
0: yes the other part of that is actually have these interests right like actually fill out your life with things other than a relationship do hobbies like you know take a cooking class take an art class do pottery whatever but because not only is that gonna fill out your time where you're not just sitting by the phone waiting for this guy to call you back But you also have something to talk about when you go on the date. You have things to share. You have things about you that, you know, if you've taken a pottery class, somebody might be like, wow, that sounds interesting. Is it kind of like the ghost thing? Let's talk about it, you
1: know. We can make it like the ghost thing. (laughs) See, there you go. And you're on your way to that first date fling. No, but I totally agree, you know, because I feel like, too, the busier you are, the less time you have to overanalyze things, and I feel like as women, we have this awesome capability of just analyzing the fuck out of stuff, so keeping yourself busy and occupied, you don't have the time to do that, and then, you know, just have fun with it. Exactly, and it also makes you very intriguing to somebody, because it's like, oh, well, what is she
0: doing right now? Where is she? What is she doing now? You know, <laughs> like, is she going base jumping? Like, what is she doing? She's so interesting. She has all these hobbies and things that she does.
1: Yeah, like why is she not waiting by the phone for me to call her? Exactly. Like what is happening? Exactly. (laughs) And Linda, do you want to finish the last tip?
0: All right. Well, I will wrap this up then because I think we are also
1: way over our time right now. There's a lot to say about that. There
0: really is. (laughs) There really is. Okay, so our last point that we want to bring up is that if you want to meet a person and date them long-term, like if you are looking for that connection and that relationship, going on loads of first dates is never going to allow you to do that because you won't form that connection. So this is a big thing, especially with those apps. Like we said, when you're on a date swiping for the next one, you're not giving yourself a chance to meet the person that you're in, that's in front of you. You're not giving yourself the chance to actually connect with somebody. So if there is an attraction... Give it a few dates, you know, like try it out, try it on for size before you really make that decision to move on to the next one.
1: Yeah, don't always think about, you know, oh my god, the grass is greener or something. Like there is such as thing as overdating. Like you definitely want to focus on a few people and and see what you think of them and if it doesn't work, then move on to the next people. But few don't people over yeah. <laughs> All right, you you know what I mean. You can space that out. <laughs>
0: You're just completely like invalid, invalidated, unvalidated,
1: Whatever that last. One. Well, no, because you can date like two people at a time and take your time with them. You don't have to like you know. But I'm saying like they. There was a statistic that I saw in our research that said you shouldn't have more than two first dates a week. That um, anything more than that and you're over dating. So, huh. okay. you can do that. <laughs> all
0: right, all right. We'll take it. It's
1: backed up by science. <laughs> science,
0: bitches. <laughs> all right, on that note, I think we'll just end this because we're just going to contradict ourselves because we have very different dating histories. All right, so <laughs> I hope that this has been helpful for you ladies in, um, you know, knowing that dating is fucking hard. We all know it. We're all a part of it. But you can also have some great dates if you go at it with the right mindset and with the right tools and energy. And I don't know, I'm just saying things now. So until next time, keep kicking ass out there, ladies, and have some amazing fucking dates. Yeah, and thanks for listening. Not more than two, though, in a
1: week, right? <laughs> don't overdo it, ladies. <laughs> keep it in your pants. <laughs> All right, that's it.